This is 100 Days of Dante, a podcast journey through Dante's divine comedy, one canto at a time. Join us online at 100daysofdante.com. Let's read together. Welcome to Canto 21 of Purgatorio. We are still in the fifth ledge that cures greed and its opposite, prodigality or reckless extravagance. Dante and Virgil have been making their way through the many souls who are strewn face down on the path. At the end of Canto 20, they had been shocked by the entire mountain shaking as though it might collapse, by a loud shout from the whole mountain. These have terrified Dante. As Canto 21 opens, he is greatly disturbed and wonders what has happened and what this shaking and shouting might mean. Here at the opening lines, where Dante the narrator describes the flood of conflicting emotions he was experiencing. These emotions we've seen in Dante many times, especially his keen desire to know, his pity for these suffering souls, quote, the natural thirst that never can be quenched, except that water the woman of Samaria begged to be given as a special grace tormented me. And in haste, I followed my leader over bodies strewn along the way, still grieving at their just punishment. Here, Dante the Pilgrim is clearly not a soul at peace, not yet a soul quenched by a special grace. So when Statius suddenly appears from nowhere and says, oh, my brothers, may God grant you peace, we're surprised at the contrast, especially when Virgil, at his most courteous, wishes Statius the heavenly peace that Virgil admits he will never have. Virgil says to this newcomer, whom he has never before met, quote, may the unerring court that can find me in eternal exile bring you in peace to the assembly of the blessed. Statius is shocked to find someone from hell here in Purgatorio and asks how they got up this far. Virgil explains, okay, it's all right. Dante isn't dead yet, and he, Virgil, has been chosen to be his guide. Notice that Virgil again brings our attention to central questions of this poem. Why is Dante allowed to go on this journey? And why is a soul from hell chosen to be his guide? But back to Statius's question. Virgil explains to Statius that Dante's soul, quote, could not attempt the climb himself because it cannot see things quite as we do. I, for this reason, was drawn from hell's wide jaws to be his guide, and I shall guide him as far as my own teaching will allow. Now, what is Virgil's teaching, and why is he the one chosen to guide Dante on this pilgrimage that no one has ever made before? Our wonder is again piqued. Then Virgil asks just the questions on Dante's mind. What caused the entire mountain to shake? And why all the shouting? Lo and behold, Statius, this unexpected visitor, was the cause. After 500 years doing penance on this ledge, his will is finally free. And everyone else in purgatory shouts in praise of God and enjoy for their brother's ascent to paradise. At this point, Dante the narrator then recalls how these answers satisfied his thirst 
and how his wise leader, Virgil, asked the next questions. Who are you and why so long on this ledge? Statius then explains who he is in a kind of riddle. He says that while on earth, he, quote, bore the name that most endures and honors most. The name, of course, is poet. Yet Statius doesn't know he's talking to two poets. He then explains that he is Statius, the famous epic writer crowned in Rome for his poetry. And he praises the Aeneid and Virgil as his greatest nurse and inspiration, not knowing that he is talking with Virgil. The scene that follows is charming and humorous. Virgil gestures to Dante not to reveal his identity. Dante can't control himself and smiles. Statius asks why he smiles. Dante is embarrassed and frozen. He doesn't know what to say or do until Virgil gives him permission. Don't be afraid to speak. Yes, speak, Virgil says. Tell him what he is so keen to know. This keen desire to know, this sense of wonder, is constantly provoked throughout the Divine Comedy. Notice that Dante the Pilgrim, what he says next. Perhaps you wonder, ancient spirit, at my smiling, but I would have a greater wonder seize you. And as we'll see in the next few moments, even greater wonders are in store for us, the readers. But here is the wonder Dante re will reveal to Statius. This one who guides my eyes on high is the very Virgil from whom you took the power to sing of men and of the gods. So great is Statius's awe and wonder that he, a fully purified soul, bends over to embrace this damned pilgrim's uh, pagan's feet. Virgil stops him saying, brother, do not do so, for you are a shade and you behold a shade. Nonetheless, Statius ends the canto by saying to Virgil that now you can understand the measure of the love for you that warms me. We definitely see here the love that both Statius and Dante have for Virgil. And we will learn more in the next canto why. Statius, for example, attributes his conversion to Christianity to Virgil. Again, raising the question, why does Dante, the author, put this faithful guide, so courteous, Virgil, creator of Pius Aeneas, in hell? You will soon see more evidence of the disorder of Dante the Pilgrim's love for the beauty of classical learning, embodied in Virgil's magnificent poetry, and in Virgil's glorious fame, or what Dante's other teacher, Brunetto Latini, had seductively called immortality. Soon, Beatrice, understanding her friend Dante, will continue to use all of her wit and beauty, as she did at the beginning of the Inferno, and her tough love to move Dante upward to the stars and beyond, to the source of all beauty and truth, of all peace and happiness. Enjoy the rest of the ascent and be courageous in the challenge. Thank you. Thank you for reading Dante's Divine Comedy with us. Continue the journey at 100daysofdante.com.
100 Days of Dante is brought to you by the Baylor University Honors College with support from the Tory Honors College at Biola University, the Templeton Honors College at Eastern University, the University of Dallas, Whitworth University, and Gonzaga University in Florence.